Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that we can spend time together in this teaching, and I would like to really encourage you to hear from the Holy Spirit. I would like to pray first and ask the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us. You want to feed us with good spiritual food, Lord. We want to understand your ways, your will, and receive your revelation, Lord. We commit this time to you. And ask the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. This is the twentieth lesson of the teaching series called "Learning About the End Time and the Next Life," and we would like to really encourage you to listen to the previous teachings and further teachings in this series. This teaching. We call it eschatology, or learning about the end time and about the next life. In this one, I would like to talk about the eternal states of humanity. In this session, I would like to talk about heaven. Heaven is the eternal and ultimate state of the rewarding of the righteous. The righteous mean those who repent of their sin. Invite Jesus Christ to come into their life and walk with Him in obedience. They become righteous because the Lord Jesus paid a price for them. Heaven is the eternal and ultimate state of the righteous. This is the first lesson that I talk about heaven. I will talk about the heaven again next time to continue. The scriptures call the eternal state. Or the ultimate punishment of the wicked or the unbelievers, hell. I'm not going to talk about hell in this session. I'm going to talk about heaven. Heaven is the eternal dwelling place of the saints, and hell is the eternal dwelling place of the unrighteous. We're going to look through the scriptures together and learn about heaven. I'm not going to put any. Of my own ideas, I just read the scripture and try to understand the truth from the scripture. Heaven is the eternal dwelling place of the righteous, or the born again Christians, or the redeemed. Heaven is the dwelling place of God as well, and also of the elect or obedient angels. It is the eternal home of the saints or of the redeemed. Of all mankind, the Hebrew word of the word heavens is shamayin, s h a m a y i n, and the Greek word is oranoi, o u r a n o i. This word is translated into English language: the heavens and the skies. Heaven is an actual place. It's not just an imaginary place; it's a real place. Genesis chapter two, 
verse 1 and 4, the Bible say, Thus the heavens and the earth, and all the hosts of them were finished. Verse 4, this is the history of the heavens and the earth, when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So the heavens are the real place. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 14. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God. Also the earth with all that is in it. The Bible talks about the earth and the heavens. Heaven is God's dwelling place. Second Chronicles chapter 6 verses 25, 33, 35, and 39. We learn that Heaven is God's dwelling place. Then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and bring them back to the land which you gave to them and their fathers. Verse 33. Then hear from heaven your dwelling place and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you as do the, your people Israel, and that they may know that this temple, the temple was built. What I read here was the prayer of the king. This temple which I have built is called by your name. Verse 35. Then hear from heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. Verse 39. Then hear from heaven your dwelling place, their prayer and their supplications and maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you. You can see from the scripture that heaven is a dwelling place of the almighty God. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 10, And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. God created the heavens, and God dwells in heaven. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Jesus was called a great high priest who was raised from the dead after he was crucified on the cross 2,000 plus years ago. And he passed into heaven and he is at the right hand of the Father. So God the Father and God the Son dwell in heaven. The Bible says that the heavens were created by the Lord God. First Chronicles chapter 16 verse 26 and verse 31. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. So heaven is a dwelling place of our almighty God. And God created the heavens. When you read the Bible carefully, you can see that there are three heavens. These three heavens are the reality, reality of the shadow cast on earth in the three places in the tabernacle of Moses and the temple of Solomon. God commanded Moses to build a tabernacle. And the structure 
and the design of the tabernacle and the temple of Solomon are the type or the shadow of the real place in heaven, the heaven of God. So the tabernacle and the temple are the shadow or the type on this planet Earth of the reality of heaven. The earthly sanctuary was the shadow of the heavenly sanctuary. Jesus Christ is the minister in the heavenly temple as our great high priest that we can read in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verses 1 to 28 and Revelation 15, 1 to 5. I'm going to read for you Hebrews 9, 1 to 28 talking about Jesus Christ. He is a great high priest. So the high priest on the planet earth many thousand years ago actually was the type of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ is the eternal high priest. Hebrews chapter 9, the Bible says, That first covenant between God and Israel had recreations for worship and a place of worship here on earth. That is the tabernacle and the temple. There were two rooms in that tabernacle. In the first room were a lampstand, a table, and a sacred loaves of bread on the table. This room was called the holy place. Then there was a curtain, and behind the curtain was a second room called the most high place, or the holy of holies. In that room were a gold incense altar and a wooden chest called the Ark of the Covenant, which was covered with gold on all sides. Inside the Ark were a gold jar containing manna, Aaron's staff that sprouted leaves, and the stone tablets of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Above the ark were the cherubim of divine glory, whose wings stretched out over the ark's cover the place of atonement. But we cannot explain these things in detail now. When these things were all in place, the priests regularly entered the first room as they performed their religious duties. But only the high priest ever entered the most holy place, the inner room behind the curtain, and only once a year. And he always offered blood for his own sin and for the sins of the people had committed in ignorance. By these regulations, the Holy Spirit revealed that the entrance of the most holy place was not freely open as long as the tabernacle and the system it represented were still in use. This is an illustration pointing to the present time. So what happened in the Old Testament was an illustration or a type or a shadow that point to today. For the gifts and sacrifices that the priests offer are not able to cleanse the consciences of the people who bring them. For that old system deals only with food and drink and various cleansing ceremonies, physical regulations that were in effect only until a better system, that is the system of Jesus Christ, could be established. Verse 11, So Christ has now become the high priest over all the good things that have come. He has entered that greater and more perfect tabernacle 
in heaven. You see that is a sanctuary in heaven. The tabernacle and sanctuary on earth were the type or the shadow of the real perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands and is not part of this created world. With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow could cleanse people's body from ceremonial impurity. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our conscience from sinful deeds, so that we can worship the living God. For by the power of the eternal Spirit, Christ offered Himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. That is why He is the one who mediates a new. Covenant between God and people, so that all who are called can receive the eternal inheritance God has promised them. For Christ died to set them free from the penalty of the sins they had committed under that first covenant. Now, when someone leaves a will, it is necessary to prove that the person who made it is dead. The will that the offspring can receive. The offspring can receive whatever written in the will happened when the person who wrote the will passed away. Verse 17. The will goes into effect only after the person's death. While the person who make it is still alive, the will cannot be put into effect. That is why even the first covenant was put into effect with the blood of an animal. For after Moses had read each of God's commandments to all the people. He took the blood of calves and goats, along with water, and sprinkled both the book of God's law and all the people, using hyssop branches and scarlet wool. Then he said, "This blood confirms the covenant God has made with you." And in the same way, he sprinkled blood on the tabernacle and on everything used for worship. In fact, according to the law of Moses. Nearly everything was purified with blood, for without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. That is why the tabernacle and everything in it, which were copies of things in heaven, you see this verse, the tabernacle and everything in it, which were copies of things in heaven, had to be purified by the blood of animals. But the real things in heaven, the real tabernacle and all the things in tabernacle. Had to be purified with far better sacrifices than the blood of animals. For Christ did not enter into a holy place made with human hands, which was only a copy of the true one in heaven. He entered into heaven itself to appear now before God on our behalf, and he did not enter heaven to offer himself again and again like the high priest here on earth who enters the most. Holy place year after year with the blood of an animal. If that had been necessary, Christ would have had to die again and again, even since the world began. But now, once for all time, He has appeared at the end of the age to remove sin by His own death as a sacrifice. And just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes. 
judgment. So also Christ died once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again not to deal with our sin, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for Him. This scripture clearly says that the high priest in the time of Moses was a type of the great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. But the great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, entered into the heavenly tabernacle with his own blood, and he died only one time. He did not have to go in once a year with the blood of the lamb or, or the goats or calf anymore. Revelation 15, 1 to 5. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have the victory over the beast, over his image, and over the, his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O God of the saints, who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you alone are holy, for all nations shall come and worship before you, for your judgments have been manifested. After these things, I look and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. The Bible talks about the temple or the tabernacle in heaven. We're going to be there one day to see the Lord there. Amen. Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 to 5. Now this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. Who is this great high priest? The Lord Jesus Christ. A minister of the sanctuary. There is a sanctuary in heaven. So the sanctuary on earth, the tabernacle and the temple of Solomon were the type or shadow of the real temple of God in heaven, the sanctuary in heaven. And of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer the gift according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things. The Bible talks about the copy or shadow of the heavenly tabernacles, the holy place, the most holy place. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. In heaven, there is also a sanctuary made by God. There is the worship place or the temple of God in heaven. Revelation chapter 11 verse 19. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven. The temple of God in heaven. And the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And 
there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, an earthquake, and great hell. You can see that in heaven, there is a temple or a sanctuary. I mentioned that there are three heavens. When the Bible talks about heaven, H-E-A-V-E-N, there are three kinds of heaven. I'm going to talk about the first one now. We call the third heaven. The third heaven. The third heaven or the immediate presence of God is called paradise. It is heaven's holiest of all, a most holy place. You remember the tabernacle had three parts, the outer court, the holy place, and the most holy place, or the holy of holies. The most holy place, or the holy of holies, was the type or the shadow of the third heaven in the tabernacle of Moses or in the temple of Solomon. Behind the veil, behind the curtain, in the most holy place, they put the Ark of the Covenant and the tangible presence of God was in that room, in the Old Testament. Therefore, the paradise or the third heaven is the place where the presence of the Almighty God is. It is His dwelling place. It is the most holy place or the holy of holies. It is the throne room of the eternal Godhead. It is the place of the brightness of God's glory. I'm going to read some scripture that indicate the third heaven here. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. It is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ. Paul said that. I know a man in Christ, which is him. That man was Paul himself, who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows how he was caught up into paradise, the third heaven, and heard inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. So the Bible called the third heaven the dwelling place of God, or the most holy place in heaven, the third heaven and paradise. Luke 23, 43. And Jesus said to him, As surely I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise is the dwelling place of God, the third heaven, where the throne of God is situated there. The Father and the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, are in paradise, in the third heaven. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, He who had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. The paradise of God, the third heaven. 
there was a tree of life there, according to the Bible. The Bible called the third heaven, heaven itself, the presence of God. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24, For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself. The third heaven is called heaven itself. And now to appear in the presence of God for us. The Bible called the third heaven, heaven God's dwelling place. Second Chronicles 6, 30 to 35. Then hear from heaven your dwelling place and forgive and to give everyone according to all his ways whose heart you know, for you alone know the hearts of the sons of men, that they may fear you to walk in your ways as long as they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. Moreover, concerning a foreigner who is not of your people Israel, but who comes from a far country for the sake of your great name and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when they come and pray in this temple. Then hear from heaven your dwelling place and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you, that all peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this temple which I have built is called by your name. When your people go out to battle against their enemies, wherever you send them, and when they pray to you toward the city which you have chosen and the temple which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven, hear from your dwelling place, their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. The Bible called the third heaven, paradise, the dwelling place of God, the presence of God, heaven in the presence of God. The Bible also called the third heaven, the heaven of heavens. Second Chronicles 6, 18. But will God indeed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple which I have built. Second Chronicles 2.6 But who is able to build him a temple, since heaven and the heaven of heavens, the heaven of heavens, the third heaven, cannot contain him? Who am I then that I should build him a temple except to burn sacrifice before him? The Bible also called the third heaven, heaven, the throne of God. Matthew 5.34 But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. The Bible talks about the third heaven here and mention God's throne. The third heaven is a dwelling place of God and He is sitting on the throne right now. Jesus, the Son of God, is at the right hand of the Father in the third heaven. The third heaven is compared to the most holy place in the tabernacle of Moses and also the temple of Solomon. Revelation 4.1, Acts 7.47-50, Isaiah 66.1-4 also talk about heaven. Revelation 4.1, After these things I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard 
was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, "Come up here. I will show you things which must take place after this." This scripture talk about the third heaven, the heaven of heavens. Acts seven, forty-seven to fifty. But Solomon built him a house. However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophets say. Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me? Said the Lord. Or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? The Bible said that God the Father stay in the third heaven. Isaiah sixty-six one to four. Thus said the Lord: Heaven is my throne. This is the third heaven, and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, said the Lord. But on this one will I took on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. He who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering as if he offers swine's blood, he who burns incense as if he blesses an idol, just as they have chosen their own ways. The Bible talk about the rebellious people against God with the wrong heart here, and their soul delights in their abomination. So will I choose their delusions and bring their fears on them? Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke. They did not hear. I hope all these descriptions don't indicate you that you are rebellious, and when God call you, you don't respond. You just do whatever you want. I hope this is not for you and me. But they did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I do not delight. All these scripture talk about the third heaven and those who commit sin and rebel against God can. And also reject Jesus Christ cannot go to the third heaven. The third heaven is the heaven which the saints and prophets look into when they had open heavens. The Bible talk about open heavens many times. Matthew three sixteen. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove, and a lightning, or upon him. So heavens were open, and Jesus could see the third heaven. The Holy Spirit came on him. Ezekiel chapter one verse one. Now it came to pass in the thirtieth years, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river Sheba. That the heavens were open, and I saw the visions of God. Heavens were open, and the prophet saw the third heaven. Psalm eleven four, the Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, His eyelids test, and the Son of Man. The Bible talk about the Lord's throne in the third heaven. Revelation. For one, after these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, 
And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, "Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this." So all this scripture talk about the third heaven. In conclusion, the third heaven is the dwelling place of the Almighty God, the Heavenly Father, and the Son. And one day we're going to be there to see Him, the most holy place. Of the tabernacle of the temple of Solomon is a shadow or the type of the third heaven, where the thrones of God are situated. There, the Father and the Son. The Bible also talk about the second heaven. I will end at the second heaven here, and next lesson, lesson number twenty-one, I will talk about the first heaven and the characteristic of. Heaven that you and me will dwell for eternity. The second heaven is the planetary heaven. It corresponds with the holy place of the earthly sanctuary of Moses or the earthly tabernacle of Moses, the holy place outside the veil or the curtain. The most holy place is behind the curtain, and the holy place is outside the curtain. It contains untold millions of planets, galaxies, star worlds, and suns, which are blazing and moving according to their God-willed orbits in their various glories. It is these heavenly bodies that the prophets speak of being darkened in the last day, in judgment prior to, and at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Joel chapter two, verse ten and thirty, the earth quakes before them, the heavens tremble. This is the second heaven. The sun and moon grow dark, the stars diminish their brightness, and I will show wonders in the heavens, in the second heaven, in the universe out there, outside the earthly atmosphere. That is the second heaven, and in the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. Haggai chapter two verse six. For thus say the Lord of hosts: Once more, it is a little while I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land. This scripture talk about the second heaven in the universe out there, with the galaxies and sun and a lot of star out there. That is the second heaven. The third heaven is a throne room of God. It's a spiritual place. Where we have not seen with our own eyes, but the universe out there with many galaxies are the second heaven. Isaiah fifty-three: Clothe the heavens with blackness, and I will make sackcloth their covering. This is a second heaven. The Bible talk about the second heaven at many many scriptures. Isaiah fifty-one verse six: Lift up your eyes to the heaven, second heaven. And look on the earth beneath, for the heavens will vanish away like smoke. Talking about the second heaven will vanish away, not the third heaven. The earth will grow old like a garment, and those who dwell in it will die in like manner. But my salvation will be forever, and my righteousness will not be abolished. This is what the Lord declared. He talk about the second heaven out there that one day will be gone, 
Isaiah 13, 13. Therefore, I will shake the heavens, shake the second heaven, and the earth will move out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. The day that the Lord Jesus will come back to judge the world, the final day, the Lord will express his fierce anger and the earth and the second heavens will be affected. Isaiah 34 verse 4, All the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved and the heavens shall be rolled up like a scroll. This scripture talks about the second heaven out there in the space, in the universe out there. All the hosts shall fall down as the leaf falls from the vine and as fruit falling from a fig tree. So in conclusion, in this teaching, teaching number 20th, we learn about heaven here. Next time, you're going to learn more about heaven in detail. But today, in this teaching, we learn about the third heaven, the throne room of God with his thrones there. His presence is there. And the tabernacle of Moses has the most holy place, which is a type of the third heaven. The apostle Paul went up there and he saw the third heaven. I've never been there. Some people went to the third heaven in their vision or their dream. But one day after we leave this world, we're going to see the throne of God there on the third heaven. Another one, the second heaven. The second heaven is the universe out there, out of the planet Earth, out in the universe, all the stars and the suns and all kind of planets out there. So that is the second heaven. Next time, we're going to learn about the first heaven. And we're going to learn also what the Bible says about heaven that we're going to live for eternity with God. We're going to look at the scripture together. We will learn more next time. Please come back to the 21st lesson. I would like to encourage you, don't keep your eyes on the things on this planet Earth. One day we all will die. We will not live here for eternity. The Earth here, your home, your condominium, your apartment, are just temporary things for us. We should live our life in obedience, seeking the kingdom of God first, serving Him, building His church, building His kingdom, keep growing spiritually to become more like Jesus Christ, run the race to the end, serve Him faithfully, and one day we will see Him in heaven. And He will say to you and me, good and faithful servant, and you will have a lot of rewards, eternal rewards in heaven. So please don't be attached to the things of this world. Don't love materials and money more than God. Remember this, you cannot take anything out of this world. And no exception, all of us one day will leave this world. One day we're going to face a physical death, but as believers, or as born-again Christians, we're going to be with God for eternity in heaven. So please keep your eyes 
on the things above. Live your life for eternity, not just for today, tomorrow, but for eternity. God bless you. Thank you so much for spending time with me, and I hope to see you in other teachings in this series and other series teaching as well. God bless you. Thank you so much. May the Lord give you strength, give you the spiritual understanding of the eternal life, your eternal place in heaven. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.